This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? You know what it is? Black men can't jump. Black men can't jump. In Hollywood podcast. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Braylock here on the mic. James the third over here on the mic. Um, this is Gerard Milligan. I'm gonna be calmer because everyone is super aggressive. Right <laughs> <laughs> don't know uh, what's going on. I don't know what that was. No, we're just letting people know we on the mic. We, we are on the <laughs> microphone. Um guys. Today we are doing the movie House Guest. House Guest. Starring the one, the only, only. Sinbad! Now, here's the truth. I never saw House Guest before. Oh. What? But I, I 100% knew who Sinbad was. Of course. Yeah. As I'm not? sure most people do, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Well, Sinbad also was like, uh, just a history lesson. Sinbad was also like on a, a different world. Yes. Right. Um, he, was the, he, was, he was the good, clean comic, kind of how like... Kind of how like he, he was the, be named. Yeah, he was, was the counterpart. Bill Cosby, you can. Hey, stop he's not Cosby. Voldemort. He's not going to appear in our studio. <laughs> <and rape laughs> listen, listen, man. You don't, know, don't stop the diva. I'm oh my studio. god! Shut up! Uh, no. Just uh, James the Third. James. That's that was just me. Um, but he was a good, clean comic. He didn't curse. Uh, matter of fact, most of his movies were for families. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's funny though, because uh, he so he recently did a WTF with Mark Marin, and yes. he talks about how he actually didn't like that label, the clean comic label that was given to him, because it like box put him in a box. And oh, if you wow. know anything about Simbat, he ain't in no box. No, uh, I mean, oh, he didn't like yeah, it. he didn't like it. He felt like it hurt his career. Would. Which you know, I, think, I agree. I'm sure it did hurt. Yeah, his either that or him being black. I was just yeah, one well, or the like, other. Yeah, one of that. I was looking <laughs> up on on. He was voted worst comedian of all time on Maxim like three or four years ago. Right, which is insane. Wait, first, which of all, is insane. Comedian. Yeah, he worst did. comedian. There were like 13, and they're all like working comedians, but comedians that were considered hack. You know, at a, at a certain point, and he's number. He's the number one worst comedian. Which doesn't like those people. Honestly, the people who voted him probably have never seen Sinbad. Well, yeah. Do you remember any? of the things he's like I'm like the thing is, I remember watching Sinbad and being like oh that's like 
your cool uncle or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, yeah, no, I, I mean, I completely disagree with the entire list. I mean, like on the list is like Carrot Top, Gallagher, uh, like, uh, yeah, but, those are Kathy like, Griffin. How does Sinbad make it to number one? Like, what was there? Doesn't thing? make any. Sense. It doesn't make any sense. And all I could see was the list. I didn't see like oh, there know. wasn't like a. It was hard to find the article, but the list still exists. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh man, Sinbad, that's tough. It's so, so funny because I was watching just to like. Uh, figure out just like where Sinbad was, where he came from. Uh, James and I found the Sinbad show. Is that yeah. what it's called? The yeah, Sinbad he had a show. show. It was a great show. show. Yeah, for like one season, and it had Ray J as one of, of the adopted kids. It's basically like Sinbad adopted two kids. Yep. But yeah. the thing is, his hot landlord was a young Selma Hayek. Yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. So in in this WTF episode, he, talk, he says that they let her go, and he was like, you guys are crazy for letting her go. Oh, this was like wow. one of her first. Uh, yeah, it was one of her first things, right? roles in america yeah and uh and yeah he also talked about the fact that he didn't even want to do that tv show like yeah. it was just in his disney contract to do that show yeah and that when he went in and pitched he like came up with a pitch as he was entering the building wow because he was just gonna throw it and then he left and like they loved it. called him they loved like, what did you do <laughs> what are you talking about he's like they picked up the show and he's like there is no show. It's like, <laughs> well, I picked it up. <laughs> That's I remember loving that show. Because I mean, I don't remember any details of it. I remember lo- loving that show. Yeah. I, oh. I mean, Sinbad was like, uh, he, he did a lot of, like, he guested in the Cosby show before mm-hmm. A Different World. Before and then yeah. He had, like, a guest spot on, like, the Red Fox show, which only yeah. lasted a season. And he, um, he had his own, you know, he had HBO specials. Right. He was just, like, a huge comic. He, he guested on... Saturday Night Live. He was the host. Yeah. Uh, before he even did like these movies, before he was the star of you know movies. Right. But he was only the star of three films. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because I, in my mind, like Sinbad was huge. In the right. 90s. Like, yeah. I, yes. I, like, I feel like everybody knew who Sinbad was, and then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, he only was like, he was only like the star in like three. Movies. But like when you're a kid, though, right? Uh, when you're a kid and you see <laughs> yes. uh, someone like headlining three movies on te- and and on television, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah, person yeah. is is everything, right? You but know, it's also that thing of like it's also that thing of like like you know we're we're young adults now. Yeah. Sinbad's movies weren't targeted for us at this age, right? No, so it's not like at all. Once those kids become like you know we were watching it at like six and seven. Once we become ten. It's like do like do we do you still have that same audience? Like for instance, I remember Tim Allen. Like Tim Allen had a bunch of movies for kids. Yeah, and all of a sudden it was like it became tougher and tougher for Tim Allen to like get work because it's like, all right. But he also, um, but Tim Allen adult. also did um, uh, oh, Home sorry. Improvement. No, yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Was Galaxy for, Quest. But like that holds up. That no, yeah, no, that's we haven't talked we haven't talked about House Guest at all yet. No, we haven't. I feel like but, there's a reason. But we're talking about it. Sinbad. We're talking though. about Sinbad. We're talking about Sinbad though. Yeah, we're giving context uh, for Sinbad. You want to give a breakdown of the, of the plot? This dude for, was uh, huge. The plot for House Guest, the people know. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, I can't do it. Well, so House Guest <laughs> is about uh, it's about uh, this guy uh, who like has always wanted to had dreams of making it, had all kinds Just of rich. get rich quick schemes. You know, because Franklin, his name, I mean, his name is Kevin Franklin. Kevin, Kevin Franklin was an orphan, and like yes. you know, it starts off with him being made fun of, and it's like, oh, Kevin Franklin like wants to prove to the to the rest of the orphans and to, yeah. to everyone that to he's gonna he he's it. gonna yeah. make it. Him right? being an orphan really had nothing, nothing to do, to do nothing. with it. They wanted you to care about him. That's why they wanted you to know orphan. that he's been this way his whole life. His whole life, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but cut to his adulthood life. You know, his adult life. He owes money to some goons. 
And which uh, is crazy because it starts off with the o- some of the most stereotypical. Oh yeah, it starts off with five thousand to fifty thousand to 50, in, like a, in like a week. It's like oh yeah, I just got that money last week, and it's like oh yeah, inflation from five thousand to fifty. Yeah, hey, I mean he knew what he was getting. Yeah, into. don't you borrow money from the. Stereotypical, the, the stereotypical mafia, mafia goons. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and so and so as he's running away from them, he locks eyes with Phil Hartman and then pretends to know I, his well, name. He overhears. So he overhears. Oh, does he overhear first? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. he overhears a conversation uh, where the kids are like, "Dad, who's uh, who? What's his name?" In, uh, Derek. Oh, what's Derek. Derek. Oh yeah, uh, Derek. Whatever. So he's just like. <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> he's just like dad what does he look he's like well uh he's about my age uh he's black and i haven't seen him in 25 years yeah and like that's basically all like he, sinbad hears and he's like all and, right i'm just gonna pretend to be this black dude luckily pretend, enough like black there's so many different shades of black sizes luckily black. enough the guy kind of has reddish hair and is lighter skinned yeah. and like that's the only thing they have in common is yeah. that uh, uh, and so, like, he manages to convince Phil Hartman and his family that, like, that he He's is the, the guy Derek, that they're waiting yeah. for, yeah. and he, He's you know, he dupes guest. the guy that that uh, the Der- the actual Derek, and is like, you know, don't come, we don't want you to come. And then now it's just him trying to. The rest of the keep movie the is just him going. trying to keep the lie going and try to stay away from the good. Yeah, but he also falls in love with the family. The family, but then, falls in love but with then him. there's heart. To right. there's a heart he becomes okay, a better person. No, there's so there's heart. He grows <laughs> just as the movie grows in our hearts. And he, I mean, he builds a connection, yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. with the with the little with kid, the little, the little kids. girl. Yeah, little girl. So here's the thing: Sinbad falls in this category of, or at least we've labeled this cat or we've boxed people into this category of like fast talking black man right yeah yeah fast talking black man who can get it get out of anything because he's just using his words and like making up lies and stuff like that so you have like chris tucker right is like in this category and like eddie murphy to an extent yeah martin lawrence yeah martin lawrence almost everybody you know so like i feel like yeah hollywood was obsessed with like this type of black comedian who can just who's like boom 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 and like simbad Notoriously, his stand-up, or not notoriously, is a negative connotation. So, uh, <laughs> famously, famously for his stand-up, like would come up, like didn't know what he was gonna say, yeah, and he would like tell an audience, like, "What do you want me to talk about?" And they'd be like, "Bananas," and then boom, he'd do like fifteen minutes on bananas because yeah. like he just came up with stuff. He just that the comedy just like flew, like flowed through him. Yeah, that's why he shot up. So even though he was older at the time that he started stand-up. He, like, only was doing it for, like, a year before he started, like, hitting it. Yeah. So, like, just like Eddie Murphy was, like, super young and, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, all these people, Chris Tucker, yeah. Chris Rock, um, Martin Lawrence, they were all young and they were so skilled with their words and, like, just being able to, like, talk fast and, like, make things funny out yeah. of nowhere that they shot up really quickly. And I think that, like, in this movie, though, is one of the prime examples of why that shouldn't just be what you are basing your movie off of like like yeah like there's the the there's the scene in it where he like literally right away he's going straight to the to the um to the uh career day conference like as this new person and he has to like give a speech yep and he says nothing no words. He says no words no words, no words. he just makes he just reacts to the <laughs> pic to the gross pictures <laughs> And then, and then, and just like gross pictures of mouth, mouths, of yeah. ma- gross. Well, we pictures don't know of it. Mouths. Doesn't it just we looks like fleshy, yeah. nasty yeah, fle- stuff? We don't know what it is. And th- but then everyone's like, "That was an amazing speech!" And you're like, "He said no he words. He said no words. He nothing. said nothing that of any merit." 
And like, and the, but like, you know, around that though, in this vein of like fast talking, fast talking street black dude, right? Yeah. That that he's playing, and like, there are other times where it is successful, but that's like the first time where he is playing this other person, and it works, and right. it's literally like. Like nothing happened. It's almost what's, insulting that you well, want to us to believe is, that he is. He doesn't play both parts. Like for instance, if you look at like, like I'm trying to think of a movie. Like I feel like for instance, we bring up Beverly Hills Cop a lot. Like when Eddie Murphy's in that movie and when he's in cop mode, yeah. he is like a great cop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But he also is fast talking, if you will. Whereas like in this movie, Sinbad is supposed to still be like, you know, Kevin Franklin, who's the sh- like city like street talking guy. He's also supposed to be Derek as well. Yeah. But when he becomes Derek, he doesn't change. So it's like you don't see him play like – you don't so, see him right. like do two things at right. once, if you will. That's you know? true. Here's my thing. Here's uh, – there's uh, dogs attacking us in the studio. <laughs> no, so here's my here, – here's the thing. Like this is why I think uh, the Eddie Murphy <laughs> career launch – I mean – I'm not going to compare Eddie Murphy to Sinbad. Like, I mean, why don't we just compare Eddie Murphy? Because <laughs> I think because here's the thing: I don't want to do Sinbad an injustice because he right. is because he is very very funny, very funny, yeah, for an sure. incredible talent. Also, I think a good actor. Yeah, I would I think agree he's too. A, I think he's a really good actor. Like, I'm not. I won't compare him to like other fast talking black comedians, but like he, like there are moments in the film where I'm like, no, I genuinely buy his like care and concern. I genuinely sure. buy mm-hmm. his fear. I genuinely genuinely buy a lot of different things like from him as an actor yeah you know um which i think it relates to his skill but the thing is you have to remember like eddie murphy beverly hills cop wasn't written for him right yeah right yeah so like it was crafted in a way and then they allowed eddie murphy to like drop in and like do all these other things these like very skilled structured things around him so that he shone like he shined brightly yeah but in a movie that was like set up to be a good movie, you know, I know we said it was like an average movie, but it was like it was structurally sound. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. whereas this movie, like, very clearly seemed to be written for, like, it was like this movie is like it's such a lame, like, no offense to these writers, a lot of offense to these writers. But <laughs> it's just like it's just like one of those like typical '90s comedies where it's just like I don't know, like some hijinks happen. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, what? Like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, for it's sure. Not, it's not interesting outside of Sinbad. Just like you're, it's basically just a series of sketches. Yeah. Of just like Sinbad, like trying to, you know what I mean? Phil Hartman is great in it and is a great supporting, you know, actor to to Sinbad. But yeah. like. And a lot of the actors are good in the movie, but it's just like it's so is it watered than like, down and late. Like I like what? Phil Hartman way more than I like Sinbad in this movie. <laughs> and I like I think I'm the one who suggested I mean, I us do this movie. Like I like Sinbad, but watching this movie, it felt like kind of like what you're saying. It's like, hey, let's just get a let's get. I don't even think this movie was written for Sinbad. I thought this movie was just written for like a fast talking black dude. Well, yeah, I it mean, it's like, that thing. It's that thing. Um, I was talking about after Beverly Hills Cop. And it closely relates to what JB was just saying of like, like you see Beverly Hills Cop and you go, great, that works. And then it's like, what are all the other ways we can do this same thing? But then when you start right, when you start writing for that thing, the quality gets worse and worse and worse. Right. So like, yeah, like this wasn't necessarily written for Sinbad, but this was written for like a fast talking, like black comedian character yeah. uh, actor to, to step in. And but with that even being said, I mean, the movie did, I mean, technically it was a success, not huge. I mean, I they loved made it this for movie like, when I was a kid. They made it for 10 mil. It made what? 27, 26, 27. It's yeah. like, 
it was a success. It got him to do, you know, first kid after this, which is a movie. I that think I he was love. doing. I feel like he was doing it already. Though. Like when this, was, I feel like, like when he this had this whatever this Disney deal was. Like he had a couple movies lined up because it came out in that, the next year. Yeah, first kid was awesome. By the way, and I Jingle love all the way. Kid. Like this movie came out in 1995. Jingle all the way and First Kid both came out in 1996. Yeah, which I think maybe that's why we thought he was like this huge big star because he was just in three movies back to back. Yeah, and, and was, then what, and when was his show? Was his show at the and same show, time? Yeah, show his was show is like 96. maybe right before it, but also a different world was kind of. Yeah, I just yeah. I remember like gosh, like Simbad was like the man. I remember, <laughs> yeah, he was a light skinned dude with red hair. I remember, yeah. I remember that. I remember that he was like the black comedian, like the light skinned dude was like, "Hey man," because you know what it and was the earrings and the earrings. Yeah, and the earrings. He showed, and it's so dumb, but like he showed that. Of course, we all know this now as adults, but like even back in the day, day black people come in so many different varieties. Like he was a bright dude with red hair, like yeah. naturally, you know. Like, <laughs> and that was the thing that I know to this day. I've never met another black man with like red hair. I mean, I've never met Sinbad, but it's like that's a very unique attribute. He was huge. He was yeah. like tall, like six foot something, like. Kind of bigger, not like fat, but like he was like not super he was skinny. Like six five. Yeah, he was Damn. huge, and he which, was funny, which is why I thought he was a good actor. Because like when those two dudes first come in, before they pull out the guns and they're like intimidating him, and he's like, oh yeah, and I was like, oh, I buy the fact that he's scared. But when they first came in, I was like, Simba's six five, like yeah, you might be able to take these guys. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like there was just like I was just like, yeah, he's, he's a big huge. dude. He's a big yeah, <laughs> and he's walking down. The- I always there's so many. First of all, can we just? Just real quick, pause the black <laughs> stuff and talk about '90s like films, like comedy, these family comedies, and the fact that this movie had maybe a thousand montages. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Non-stop <laughs> montage. Like after everything, they're yeah. just like, well, let's let's just add a montage. Let's add a montage. <laughs> like let's add a montage. Like <laughs> for him playing basketball. Let's add a montage for. Yeah. Just them like cooking or whatever. Like it's Adam <laughs> montage for him like taking off clothes. I'm like, yeah. what is this? There was a yeah. montage like every five seconds in this film. <laughs> it was insane. I mean, the thing that was interesting about this movie though is that to me, like when I think back to like I guess what the selling point of this movie was or what the pitch was, it's like, oh, let's take a hoodlum and put him in the suburbs. Right? So almost. I just read on on IMDb, and who knows if these things are true, but it said that John Candy was first, like, considered for this role. Yeah. Uh, He was the top choice, and then he died. Yeah. Uh, And so what was that movie before? Right. I mean, mean? the primary. Uncle Buck. The primary comedic angle, right, is just, you know, someone. It's the same. Somebody pretending to be something. Somebody pretending to be something else, you know? Yeah. like and and you know like uh, it could even still be a hoodlum that you put in the suburbs, right? Like yeah, John Candy could have been like this. Wasn't. But I feel like it was so many references to, like for instance, if John Candy was in this movie, that son wouldn't have been crazy into hip hop and basketball to me. And oh, the yeah, boyfriend sure. and the boyfriend yeah, of the maybe. girl, the girl, the girl's boyfriend wouldn't have been like, yo, the peoples, you know, you know what I'm saying, for, for the peoples, you know, like the peoples, like he wouldn't have been yeah, talking like yeah. that. You know what I'm no, saying, man? True. Your outfit, your outfit's cool, man. I, like, I like the shoes. True. Where the yeah. shoes come from? They even reference his. Sh- they buy him a pair of Jordans. Yeah, yeah. And they reference it more than once. Like uh, Phil Hartman's character, uh, Young, references it. Yeah. His boy from back home. Where you get them shoes from? The the boyfriend. Like everyone references these shoes, which is a very at that time a very urban thing. He right. Nike. Like did we talk? Did we talk about this here? But I feel I feel like it was like there was a certain point. When you when you were writing movies, where it was like you had to, 
you like if you didn't address the racial element, like yeah. the movie yeah. looked weird. Like people like like the movie just looked weird. Like there was yeah. a, there was a certain time up until a certain time where like if there was a black person, and I feel like it. I mean, it still goes on, but like like if Sinbad's in this movie, then there's black stuff that we just have to talk about. That are, we have to talk about a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think I think you. I think there's a fine line though. I think like you can reference where he's from without referencing like i don't think it's necessary at all but i feel like that was what people thought like i, I felt like yeah that was yeah what, like, i think you Hollywood didn't need thought. to do it like he for instance if they went to a shoe spot and like he picked out jordan's i'm fine with that you know yeah. like i'm okay with it but it's like the thing is they reference the mere fact that yeah, that boyfriend was, talked to him like it a was, homie is crazy. it was highlighting the fact that he sinbad was different than the real um derek right because the real derek was a conservative like very like uh high-minded intellectual who is actually like haughty and yeah and you know a little bit like condescending and all this stuff and so they had and and so like for him to like like you know what i mean jordan's and for him to like be into mcdonald's yeah <laughs> mcdonald's which they had for a him slow to like, like run. clear very clear sponsor of the film yeah yeah <laughs> but like for him to like do it's like they were like highlighting the, and they're like the earrings remember he said like, he's oh, yeah. like whoa like yeah, you have earrings. earrings like that yeah. looks cool but you're so different than i used to know you used to be like this really conservative guy right and so i think they were more highlighting that than necessarily like the blackness of it's it. like it's it's interesting because i like i was saying to dry when we were watching this like i really liked that at the beginning of the movie um the the black orphan kids also laughed at at yes, yes. yeah i know because yes it's like it 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 made it seem like the not the world. the world of the of the movie was like oh black people have this inherent flaw right. like this is a character flaw right. of this guy yeah, of this you know? one kid um and i thought that like that was cool but like then thinking about it even more like i do think that like yes it is a it does it does highlight that that he's different than the real Derek, but they are black specific. Like like things well, that are Yeah, that they definitely t- wanted to add like that urban flavor. Yeah. They were just yeah. like, oh, urban flavor. Like it's yeah. nice to have. You yeah. Know? Um and Sinbad had that in in and of himself as a personality. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um I, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I guess like I don't even want to harbor. So yeah, but like, do you yeah. have a problem? Do you have a problem? Well, I do because the, thing is, the reason I don't like it is because I'm thinking for some reason I'm again we're not trying to compare Sinbad to Eddie Murphy, but also I'm Eddie not. Murphy. <laughs> but also, like, I keep thinking to. about I yeah. keep thinking about Beverly Hills Cop, and the thing is, in Beverly Hills Cop, like they don't. It's not a bunch of references to Eddie Murphy being black and being from like an urban area. He's the only one that does it. Yeah. He's the only one. And in this movie, I feel like outside people makes sure the audience knows. Yes, we all know he's different. He's not the real Derek. Yeah. But the shoes, the way that boyfriend talks to him, and the fact that, like, the son really wants to play basketball and stuff, like, yeah. like he, like, the matter fact that, like... And he says, he says to him... Or that the fact that the movie starts with Sinbad, like, walking off the street with the bag of groceries, and then, like... And then he just... Oh, yeah, here we like, go! Yeah, yeah. Like, that, for some reason, that is, like... It just, Hold his groceries, I'm going... And he says, to the kid, he says to the, to, the, to the boyfriend kid, he goes, you know... He says something like "You're white. Turn your hat backward." Like, you know, like yeah. he says something to like, like, but, but stop even, acting that way. But so, even yeah. with the boyfriend character again, not to harp on that character, but like when he's trying to, when he's trying to straighten the boyfriend out towards the end of the movie. What does he do? He comes back in, sees him, puts his hood on. What's up, man? Like he does this whole like super urban like yeah. black thing. Which don't get me wrong, I, Eddie would have done it in Beverly Hills Cop, but the mere fact that this movie. I felt like just made sure the audience knows that this guy is from the hood. 
like to me that bothered me because you didn't necessarily need that because we already can see he's physically different. Yeah, and acts a little different. You like Sinbad alone, just being there can show what but you're that trying was his, to like, force. Character lead. motivation to be poor and wanting to be rich. I mean, right? it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine, yeah. I'm fine with and, that. And and it's hard. Like these these things are hard, right? Because I mean, like it makes me think of. Um, Blue Streak and how I feel like Blue Streak out of all the movies that do that this bringing up Blue I know but out of all the movies that do this I feel like I feel like Blue Streak does it the best because like in Blue Streak granted he's he listens to hip hop music he dances all the time he right? jigs he, he jigs you say it right but the but jigs. there are no references to race at all in the, in the entire movie and True. and they very clearly set up that like the, his behavior is like other side of the tracks behavior not necessarily. It doesn't feel like. But they barely reference him being black in this movie. I f- actually, they don't. And I really and I think all. they and I think they also barely reference him being black in this movie. I, don't I even think, think that think, like, outside of the fact that he's like describing his physical appearance and he's like he's black. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they do. I don't think that they do either. And, but they they do address racism for like a split second with that boss who's like yeah with the boss yeah. he's like he's like Give me. <laughs> the boss Honestly, is clearly a I, to me it was like the funniest line in the movie where the boss is like he was like hey give me five homie yeah. oh no he's like slap me five homie and he's like how about i slap you i laughed so hard because he was so dead serious he was like, how about i just slap you <laughs> and the boss is like ah, ah that's so funny uh, <laughs> And he's like, boy? And he's like, boy? Yeah, boy. That's that part. <laughs> boy. Oh, wait, wait. And then he called, like, he called the, the like, Spanish, like, bellhop something. Like, I forgot what he called Yeah, him. no, I don't Did you guys like, like, the like watching it? Did you like it? It was your first time seeing it, right, Burlap? Yeah. Did you like it on the first? Your initial uh, thoughts? Of course not. <laughs> right? Like, of course not. Like, I'm not a six-year-old kid. Like, uh, like obviously, no. Right? So, like, here's the thing. Of course here's not, the, uh, No, absolutely not. So, here's the thing. Like, this movie, I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was made for children until, like, pretty... Because the thing is, like... They, it starts off with, like, he's in, like, debt. Like, I, I yeah. forget sometimes that, like, these, like, family movies have, like, pretty hard... Sometimes they have, like, pretty hardcore theme, like, adult yeah. themes that are underlying them. Because yeah. it's, like, he start, he's, like, he owes, like, the freaking mob, like, $50,000. Yeah. They're, they're going to kill him. Yeah. They're going you know? to kill him. They're going to kill him. Yeah. And, like, they do their best and- to, like, make it, like, goofy and, like, have these two... Goons be like, boo, doo, boo, 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 yeah, yeah, right, and they're dumb and they're falling over each other all the time. But at the and core, they speed up the footage when they're like chasing him to make it like really yeah. funny. But like the core of it is like, they're, they're no, they're trying, trying to, to, shoot trying to him. murder they're this man. They're trying to kill murder this man. <laughs> like at the end scene where they're, we're just we're supposed to be like, ha ha ha. I'm like, they have guns pointed with little children in the room. I'm yeah. like, it's like it, it's yeah. like this weird yeah. thing of like, oh, like I don't know. Anyway, so no, I. But you know, there were barely. I laughed a couple of times, but like for the most part. It was. It was hard because I really, really admire Sinbad. And like yeah. watching this movie, I don't know. I Maybe I would feel the same way if I went back and watched First Kid and, and Jingle All the Way. But I feel like I was like this movie I was watching and I was like, oh, they had no idea what uh, was Just happening. so you know, I watch Jingle All the Way every Christmas, TBS, 24 Hour Marathon. It's so funny, right? And it's still one of the best, worst movies of all time. <laughs> I no. love it. But I, I, love I think Sinbad is so funny in that movie. Oh, so he's great. Funny. And like in this movie, though, it was like, you're right. Like I was looking at Phil Hartman, and I was like, "Man, Phil Hartman's doing a great job." I didn't think that Sinbad was doing a bad job. He I wasn't. just thought that I just thought that the movie, like, it didn't, like, it was very clear to me that he was just improvising. 
like yes. almost every yes. scene. I mean, which like which apparently like he talks about it in WTF. Like he he like he wasn't supposed to. Oh, and he was yeah. Just like there was a script, and he would like improvise stuff, and like it was a fight the whole way, and he'd be like, "Nah, this stuff is funny, and this stuff that you wrote down isn't funny." Yeah, which is like which is like okay, but like that's how that's how Eddie Murphy probably did it in Chris Tucker. Like yeah. these people, like they you need to let them go, right? But. Uh, been a- but it just didn't work for whatever reason. It just yeah. didn't work. maybe it, maybe it didn't work because it's funny. Like he's known as a um, a family friendly comedian, like a clean comic, just because he doesn't curse. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he he doesn't like talk about or like to talk about adult things, right? Right. So right. like to me, it was like he. I think he's right when he said like he was put in a box in this like family comedy box where you can only do so much, and it works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't work. But, like, because there are no, like, heavy real adult themes around it to support right. the movie as a whole, and it's just, like, this kind of silly kids movie, Sinbad seems, like, on the outside, if you're an adult, and if you were an adult in the 90s, yeah. you're just looking at Sinbad like, yeah, that's just that, that hokey, hacky comedian right. who, like, can only do children's stuff. Even though, to get to the point there he was, he had to be so good because he came from nowhere. Right. And just was, like, boom in the yeah. industry. I agree. I like this like in watching this movie again, you know, as an adult, I it made me upset because I remember it being much funnier. Um but I could tell that Sinbad was is a very skilled comedian, but it was those things like it was that first moment, his first moment of being Derek when he <laughs> delivers the speech and like it just seemed like and and now knowing that like his improv was there was a lot of pushback against his improv that opens up a lot of opens up my my eyes because like like his performance is then later edited in a way that's like yep. you know people are looking at like oh I don't know what to do with this right as yeah. opposed to like oh this moment really shined let's make sure exactly. we highlight this let's exactly. make sure we show mm-hmm. this yeah um, the way yeah. that this movie was edited is very very odd to me yeah like. They had so much, like, sped up footage, like I said, so many montages, like, so many edit points where I was just like, this is the cut that you chose? Like, it was very clear that they were just taking, like, the whole, that whole speech. He definitely probably said something. Said things. But they were like, now let's just have him make noises at the things. And and, and so it didn't make sense. There were times where it made sense, at times it didn't make sense. And I blame the editors for that way more than I blame Simbad. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Watching this movie makes me not want to watch any other movie I loved as a child. (laughs) Because the thing is, like, it's it's tricky because I remember really, really liking Sinbad. Yeah. I remember watching this last night and being like, I mean, I remember watching it and just watching the opening basketball sequence when he's an adult. I'm like, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I remember watching it. And the thing is, it's, it's funny because I think it's the improv. Maybe 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 it's a combination of the improv and the editing. Like, I remember watching this movie, and the thing that's funny, oh, I gotta stop comparing this to Eddie Murphy. Okay, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> okay, you know what? I won't do. It. I won't do. It. I would compare it to like uh, Chris Tucker and Money Talks. Chris Tucker and Money sure. Talks did uh, ad lib a lot, but yeah. the one thing I realized is that his ad libs get cut short. Whereas like in in House Guest, especially in that basketball scene, you just keep hearing him talk, even if he's not on camera. Oh, look at this. Up, uh, I'm about to do this. Ah, uh, yes. uh, uh, yes. uh, 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 and it's like, it just doesn't stop. And I'm like, <laughs> he's not even on 
camera and he's still talking. Yes. Yeah. Like, when they're driving, you hear him talking. Yeah. Like he is. He's not talking nonstop. Like who edited this movie? What yeah. were you doing? Yeah. Like they 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 constantly have him. Like it's literally this movie feels like an hour and f- it's a long movie by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's like way too long. But it's like an hour and forty eight minutes of just Simbad being like uh, them uh, being like, uh, all right, Simbad, uh, like talk about this. All right, talk about that. All right, uh, talk about this. Uh, and it's, it's a like. Book. And it's like impressive that you're still putting together a movie and that there are moments that are genuinely funny and all this stuff. It's like, man, he like and I know the writer if like the writer will never hear this, but if they were listening to this, but they'd be like I had a movie that but I'm sure the movie <laughs> yeah. really wasn't that great. It's just that it's just that like, yeah, they didn't they couldn't they didn't put it together right. And but it's so funny thinking about this though, because I'm thinking about like Judd Apatow and like when his movies came out people were like praising the fact that these scenes were improvised, right? But, yeah. like, but everybody wanted to do improv again. But they scripted, but the thing is, what Judd Apatow did, they wasted a lot of money because they would do the script and then improvise the scene after that. So he would already have like, he would already have his script done technically yeah. for the scene. It's like, But you know why? Like, he was honoring the actors who yes. he was working with because right. he trusted them. Yes. Right. So here's the thing that I do want to talk about is the fact that for most of his career, People pro- like there are people who are for Sinbad, but there are also a lot of people who are against him and like didn't trust in like he talks about this in I know we keep referencing another podcast, but it's just such a great episode yeah. where he talks about like how people were just like against him, like literally would just be like, nah, he's difficult to work with because he because he would fight for things. But the thing is, all Everyone actors does. fight. And right. like, I really do think that black actors get labeled difficult much more quickly than white actors. Oh. For things that if white actors did, people would just be like, oh, he's like very meticulous and like, like and wants passionate and passionate about I mean, his but work. That, but that happens, that happens with every, I mean, that happens with everyone if you're not a white man. Like if, if you're a female and it's like, oh, I don't want to do this scene. Oh my gosh, she's a diva. Get her out of here. Like yeah. you can't defend yourself if technically you're not the one in power. Yeah. And you're, you're difficult you know? and like famously like or this isn't actually notoriously <laughs> like Mon- uh monique was labeled difficult to work with right yeah so she mm-hmm. won a oscar best uh supporting actress and she it. won a golden globe right for the same role Did she won yeah, the golden globe? Uh, i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> and for why would you bring up a golden globe after i brought up the oscars i'm saying cause, no cause I, no because that proves <laughs> you are she's too won. mad about no this, she won. no but it's just like i, I brought up like it's <laughs> just no, like it's, no, it's like me is, being like no it's, she was it's president of the united states to be no, like uh, also no, like she was valedictorian no, 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 what it's saying is is that she's won the two biggest acting awards she possibly could have gotten right yeah so it's not the oscars is great yes but if you went both back to i'm back, sure she won the sag too phenomenal you know Look, yeah. so she won. She won that, and and but like I'm sure as you as you've noticed, like Monique's not in a lot of movies lately, no. and like she was labeled difficult to work with, and it was it was mostly because of like how much she wanted to get paid, and yeah. how much people would would not pay her, and the thing is they're like, well, we're not gonna pay because this. I mean, everybody knows this, but it's great to bring up again. Like, pe- like unless you're a white man, you're not getting paid the amount of money that you're supposed to be doing, or Will Smith. Because yeah. Will Smith gets paid. I mean, it's a, it's such an interesting thing. All the all those points are so interesting to me. Like like going, I'm gonna go back and try to move through. Yeah, them, yeah. But, but the the Judd Apatow thing and everyone being excited about the improv there. Yeah. It's one thing for an entire scene to be like to say we're gonna improvise this scene, and another thing for what I think often happens with like with like fast talking black men. It's like oh, you just go. You go, and then everyone else has to like adjust, figure out, you. you know, and like, and Phil Hartman in a, in a scenario like this is like going to be fine, right? But like, maybe not 
everyone maybe not Arnold Schwarzenegger later in Jingle All the Way, or maybe not you know like are not gonna maybe not necessarily get how to maneuver through something like that. Yeah, you know, life doesn't happen biweekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to a hundred dollars per day and up to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms, and they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America. So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your stay golden moments possible. Lay's, stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. <laughs> this summer, no matter where you're going, bring Kinder Bueno along for the ride. The smooth milk chocolate, crispy wafer, and creamy hazelnut filling will turn your ordinary road trip into an extraordinary journey that's made to savor. So what are you waiting for? Grab your Kinder Bueno bar at the next stop. Mmm. When crispy meets creamy, life gets bueno. Head to the Kinder Bueno U.S. Instagram page to learn more. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Um, and then what was the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, and then I also just, I also remember, uh, uh, like, maybe not when those movies came out, but very shortly after knowing that Sinbad was either considered hack or difficult to work. I feel like I, feel like I remember that being a thing that was consistent with him. Like, yeah, see, it's a tough thing. I remember being, and it's, so dumb. We talk. Well, I feel like we talked about it multiple times because I didn't know he was considered a hack. But I remember people used to be like, "Oh, Sinbad's corny." Yeah, yeah. And it, it was corny because he wasn't like black enough for people. You know what I'm saying? Because like he was like he wasn't dropping f bombs. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I wonder like, if that yeah, is, is so, what I'm remembering. Because the thing is, because the thing is, is like if you <laughs> it's so dumb. 
But I'm gonna be real. If you look at like First Kid, A House Guest, movies I love, they weren't targeted for, they weren't Adults. targeted for black kids. Be straight up, like those movies, ah, those movies star white kids. Yeah, Stra- I mean, the, the thing is that right. audience, what that that audience, like for instance. If I watch true. a Disney channel yeah, or something movies. like that, I know who Sinbad is because I would see him. If I watched A Different World like my cousins did, I knew who he was. But that movie, First Kid, wasn't playing like in the movie theater near us. I mean, it might have been, but like you weren't going to go, you weren't going to go see it because your parents didn't want to see it. Yeah, I don't think I know? saw any of these movies in the theater. Oh, really? Like, I, I, I saw, I saw, well, I saw, I mean. saw uh, First Kid um, in theaters because my friends. Mom, Robert, my friend Robert, his mom took us to go see it because yeah. it was a family film. Yeah, first kid. But yeah. the thing is, though, like even the first kid, first kid, the the president's son didn't even have a black or Puerto Rican or Indian. You know what I'm saying? It was like you only went to go yeah. see it to relate to Sinbad. Yeah, like the kids weren't relatable if you were from this area mm-hmm. or from whatever yeah. area you were from. Even if you were from the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like who was he marketing? Which it's then weird. also kind of highlights well, his. Like well, everything that you were talking about with race before, like that also kind of makes it stand out like a lot more. It's d- the thing is that stuff is dumb to me. It's like, oh, I feel like you don't have to like, you don't have to be quote unquote urban to relate to anybody. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like that may have influenced how he was perceived at this time. I feel In like the now, black community yeah, I yeah. feel like now it might be it's a little different. Everyone's a little bit more open and welcoming. But back in those days, it's like, what you doing for me? I don't know. I don't know this nigga. What? What you doing for me? What you talking about? What? Like, and I don't know. It's just yeah. weird. Which is stupid, though, because he was on a different world. It, right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And even his TV show, um, he had he adopted two black kids. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I understand, but like when I'm when now listening to you guys talking, thinking about these two movies, I know we're talking about Houseguests, but thinking about Houseguests and First Kid, those, the kids in that movie, I mean, you know, I mean, he, 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 in a sense, in both movies, was the wise black man, or like not the wise? Yeah, man, he was, the, he was like the magical negro, the magical character. negro who helped out the family. <laughs> he was like in, he was the, he was, guess, the uh, he was the young, fast talking magical negro. And how guess he, he helped? And how guess he even says he's like I got to go back because that guy's wedding is is in a rut. The daughters, blah His blah blah. Marriage, yeah. The son, blah, and it's like yeah. he goes back he's, to and then save he, the and family. He goes back to save them. To and save he does, the family, and he does. And yeah. what is he doing? Uh, not... First kid, he goes to like he's like, oh man, I gotta help this kid out. This kid has no friends. Yeah. I'm gonna try to like make him cool. I'm gonna give him confidence. He is the magical negro in both no. of these movies. No, he stops. I mean, he's not. Negro. Yeah, he's not, like magical like, negro is a different type. It's a of different character. Okay, but it's back advanced a magical negro. Yes. Yeah. Tell me then between right now the effect. The effect. Will Smith's character has on uh, uh, Matt Damon. Look at the effect of that, and tell me the effect that uh, Sinbad has I mean, on that family. What's it's a the very difference? similar no, because, device. No, because but House it's, gets but, it's an accidental effect. Like he's just being who he is. He didn't come specific. Legend of Backer Vance. He is there to the his entire role in the movie is there to support Matt Damon's character through this journey. That's why. That's the intention from the from the jump. But Whereas a similar house tr- guess, his intention is to get away from this other but problem that he has. Out, what's the, it's and then the he end beca- game. It's not the, no, because that wasn't the end game for him. It is the changing character. The magical Negro is the person who's just there to support this other person. Yeah, Ma- it's, Morgan, okay. it's like, Morgan Freeman it's in like, Shawshank Redemption is there only to support this guy getting right. out of jail, period. And that is his entire role. Like the same thing with Morgan Freeman and Driving Miss Daisy. It's just Morgan like Freeman they're there and, to um, support the white million person. Dollar baby. Uh, you know what? But it's a, He's but, quasi-magical. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is the magical Morgan Freeman Negro is the magical movie. Negro. But, uh, but like, but no, but He's your, quasi-magical to me. To your, to your point, though, it's a, it is, is still a similar uh, – it is still a similar trope in these, okay. in these types of movies where the, where the guy from the other side of the tracks – 
you know, has the heart of gold or whatever. You know, the, right, yeah, the yeah, yeah. diamond in the rough. Sinbad, diamond in the rough. Sinbad may not be David Copperfield in this movie, <laughs> but he sure is uh, Chris Angel. All right. Draws that got really so proud of that joke that he I am. Said. I am. And I'm not going to explain it either. Uh, Y'all don't get it. You know it. <laughs> He's real proud. He's real proud. Oh, man. All right. Let's uh, take a commercial break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. 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 Wow. Uh, Talk about Squarespace. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> everybody knows you need a website True. in the 21st century. Literally, everybody needs a website. Right. I want to make a website. <laughs> I want to make a website that just sells uh, belt buckles. All right. You Drag sound. Draw got a ton of belt buckles. You have like a so. You have you have like a lot of belt buckles. I mean, or? I used to have a mad collection of belt buckles. Every kind of belt buckle: Batman belt buckle, Marshmallow belt buckle, and I can have a website using Squarespace.com and sell my belt buckles. That's my Ice Cube, y'all. y'all that t- was your Ice Cube. I couldn't. That's old school Ice Cube before he got like you know. So anyway, listen. <laughs> um, even if you want to build a site about belt buckles, belt buckles with an Ice Cube. Actually, terrible more, Ice Cube impression. That's more E40. Yeah, that's more E40. That's more E40. Yeah, that was E40. E40. Did you know that I built our Black Men Can't Jump website with Squarespace? We got Squarespace. No, no you didn't. We used yes, the product. Blackmanpodcast.squarespace.com. Check it out. We built that joint. Yep. I should have known because it looks professionally designed. I, I know. Like, you oh, did wait. that by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? I don't know anything about HTML code. So how'd you do it? Well, luckily, Squarespace has intuitive and easy-to-use tools. Mm-hmm. There's no coding required. What the- it's got state-of-the-art technology powering the site, and it ensures security and stability. Amazing. That means we're safe and we ain't crashing in this bitch. <laughs> Why are you... Why are you cursing on the Squarespace yeah, we're ad? To, we're what, doing I was, an ad. We're doing an advertisement. To, I got excited. Listen, we are, we are promoting Squarespace, a, a company. It's trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands respected. in the world. Well, I was trying to say that they're respected. I was saying that our site is safe. It won't crash. That's because true. Because Squarespace is holding it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding you, it down. Well, guess what? Guess how much it costs. How much? Wait, how much? Yo, it starts at eight dollars a month. What? What? Eight dollars a month? You I can't even go to the movies. Free for that. domain if you sign up for a year. You can have a website. Wait, hold up. So you can have a free domain for a whole year for free. For free. Starting I mean, at eight dollars a month. Man. Starting at eight dollars a month, which mm-hmm. is less than a movie ticket. In fact, you can start your free trial today with no credit card required at Squarespace.com. I mean, that's really good because some people don't have good credit, so they Yo, feel nervous I got about using that straight credit. Straight up bad credit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell our listeners, I don't care. I have bad credit, but you know what I do got? Squarespace.com. Squarespace website. Oh, wow. Now, now, last point. Bam. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, you got to make sure to use the offer code JUMP to get 10% off your first purchase. Home, do they know? Does that mean they know? That they means to our podcast? they know that you listen to our podcast. Oh, shh. Well, he's about to do it again. We I thank you know. so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you. Remember that it's jump. Off a of coat, jump. 10% J-U-M-P. off your first purchase. Squarespace.com. Squarespace. Build, Build it. Beautiful. <laughs> so here's, my, here's, here's the bottom line for me. Why do you think Sinbad didn't? 
I mean, look, despite the fact uh, that this movie was a piece of junk, tough. why? <laughs> I don't think it's junk. Hey, I, it's a family family fluff. Why do you think Sinbad's career never took off? I think it has a lot to do because with- Jingle All the Way was his last was the last big movie that he did, and that movie was a success. Yeah, right. Well, people considered it a bomb. Like it Ooh. didn't make it didn't make a ton of money. Oh, okay. Wait, I mean, people it considered was, it a bomb? Because it was like, cause cause that was, was in on, a string of weird comedies Schultz, that Arnold Schwarzenegger it was, did. It was like, it and was everybody a, was like, what? It was, <laughs> what is Arnold doing? It was like an Arnold thing. <laughs> so I don't think he can take the frame for that, but I, go ahead, James. What about well, that? in 1997 also, so a year later, he did Good Burger, and so he was great in that. Sinbad was, was in Good Burger? Yes, he was. He played. Yeah, but only for a little bit. It's not a real thing. No, stop it. Um, it was he said it's not uh, a real thing. He's not His last big movie, obviously, yeah, was like Jingle All the Way, which is unfortunate. And I think it has to do with exactly everything that we're saying. You know, like 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 being like maybe being looked at in the black community as being corny <laughs> because of seven. the limitations and the box that he was put in by Hollywood, right? Right. Um uh uh, because of his reputation of being somewhat difficult to work with, you know, maybe people that maybe because of his actual acting chops, people are like, we didn't hire you to improvise, just act this role. You know what I mean? Like, just be the name Sinbad so we can, you know, you know, sign the checks and then go home. So why so all that stuff? Yeah. So why do people like Seth Rogen, you know, I watched Seth, I, we, Seth we, Rogen. Seth, I can tell you why. Seth Rogen can write his own movie. Yes, and we we, we, we he can t- write it for himself. Is, we talked about Judd Apatow movies. We did uh, yesterday. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah, right? I just I just watched Forty Year Old Virgin, and I was looking at it, and I and I and just looking at Forty Year Old Virgin, you're like, why does this guy become so famous after this? But you know the it movie has that to do did with, it. The it movie has, that did it was knocked up because he yeah. helped write that movie, which was the next one. And, he did, and that you know, and but, and. He's uh, you know what the real reason is though, right? What? It's because he has somebody in Hollywood yes, yes. who is successful and pushing for him. Yes. Oh, for that sure. For sure. Has, it, and 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 I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from Seth. And Rogen. I love I laugh at Seth yeah. Rogen all the time. I think so he's great. Funny, but I was but it's li- like him, um Jason uh Siegel, yeah. like Jonah Hill, like they literally like even Jay uh what's his name? Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel, I think, too. I love extent. him. He's one I think them. he's great. Um, like, he's one they, of them, but also, like, he... Yeah, you know, he had a, yeah. He had a Can career. I just like, like, but, like, but... Oh, do you yeah, understand what I'm saying, though? Yeah. They, they, like, Judd Apatow, like, sat down, like, helped them learn how to write, like, learn how to do these things. Yeah, There's somebody in Hollywood. So, for... But for... For black people, the only person they really had was Bill Cosby and, and Keenan Ivory Wayne. Uh, but no, <laughs> but Keenan, Keenan, right, even, even Keenan Ivory Wayne's right. Yeah, like had to carve out his own thing, but he had, but he never got to the level that these other people did because right. he had to do his own thing, and he was trying. He was bringing up everybody with him as he as he was, he was on the rise as well, right? yeah, so, yeah, which yeah, is for insane sure. for but sure. That, but I think people don't understand like how good. Black actors have to be, black comedians have to be to even get to the level that they are. Like, they have to be so much undeniably better than everybody else around them for people to be like, great, now you can get, now you get to be in a movie. And then they do, and they're like, I want to do this. And they're like, no, you can't. You have to do this. Like, but I, because they're so used to doing things their own way because they had to, because if they didn't do it, then nobody would have cared and looked at them in the first place. And then they get labeled difficult and they don't get to do films anymore. They don't get to do anything after that. Yeah, that's amazing. I think I, I totally I'm totally behind that point. What you gotta say, Jira? Yeah, I mean the thing is like I've been I've been trying to avoid something that's been happening in the New York community, uh, in the comedy world. But Braylock just is something that like sparked a fire in my heart. Here oh, we God. go. Because this is the thing, I won't say what it is, but in the New York community right oh, now, no. uh there's this thing of like what is considered funny, right? 
Like, who is the funniest? What makes the thing funnier? All right? And the thing is, like, what Bray like to say, to be, like, to be an actor in a movie, you have to be considered the best. Like, if you're in class, if you're at, like, if, if, you're, if you're at, like, Judah, you have to be the best actor in the class. You have to be better oh, than no. every other black person in that class. <laughs> yeah. You have to it's, be better it's, than it's every other black acting, person in that right? class. It's not just acting, right? It's black people. the same for everything, right? Everything. You have to be the best. Which is, like, for instance, right now, this is this whole debate about, like, diversity and, like, improv and stuff like that. And, like, how come there are not enough people of color performers? And it's, like, there's tons in class, right? Tons. But, like, why aren't they on stage? Because maybe someone doesn't consider them funny or yeah. funny enough. Yeah. So, to me, like, what you're saying right now trickles down to just this bottom level. Like, none of, like, none of us, like, on the stages of New York City have technically made it yet. Yeah. Right? But now we're at this point of, like, we can't even get to the next step. Like, Sinbad couldn't get to the next level because maybe someone didn't think he was funny enough. Maybe people didn't think, like, uh, maybe people didn't think, like, he was, you know, he was relatable enough. Which right. brings me to our bottom level right now. Yeah. Our bottom level is we can't even get to this next level of our peers, if you will, because we have to be better than everyone else around us. You can't just be funny. You have, right. to, be, you have to relate to your audience, which people assume is the black audience. Yeah. You, right. you may be – God knows where you may be from. You might, not, you might not have met a black person you got to New York City, but they expect you to relate to them and relate to the white kids from like – Whatever. And the thing is, movies like this show, and even like, um, Bray, like what you're bringing up about, like, the Judd Apatow kids, as I think people will call them. You yeah. know, like what people call them. It's like the Judd Apatow kids had someone take a risk. A risk yes. on them. Yeah. Risk. People, don't, people don't risk potential, things. The, pot- potential, the potential factor. If yeah. you're, if you're a, a person of color or a female, you don't get that option. Like, yeah. this, Sinbad to me is a proof that, like, he, his movies were profitable. You know what I'm saying? His movies made money. Of course, they weren't like hitting him out of the park, but he made money. And it's like yeah. they wouldn't risk a shot on this kid. Just like on stages here in New York City, people aren't going to risk things on you know on this on this on this on this girl of color on this yeah. on this on this on this right. This, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about that like it. the flop like uh, like so some a lot of white actors are given the privilege of just being able failing. to have flops and failing and have box offices. Box office, you know, returns that are horrendous, and then they get to be in another movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas, like, if that happens to uh, a black person, it usually ends their career. Yeah, like it's just yeah. like, oh, nope, oh, they're, nope. they're not they're good not anymore. Bye bye. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, yeah. Like, you can see, like, uh, oh, what, what's that dude? Taylor Kitsch, right? Yeah, who's yeah. like beloved in Friday Night Lights, and then like, but his first like three movies were all like John Carter, like, yeah, famously, bomb. it was like a huge, bomb. huge bomb. Battleship. Yeah. He was in Battleship, huge bomb. Like, he's in these movies that bombed, and they're still like, all right, let's give him another role, though. Let's just let him him try one more time. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't I feel like we're all, like, sitting at the edge of our seat waiting for that shitty Kevin Hart movie. (laughs) You know, like... Well, Kevin's Kevin's movies, his recent ones, which sucks, and I don't know if you guys... I'm pretty sure everyone knows about the Sony leaks, and Kevin Hart famously, which they called him difficult because he wanted money to tweet out... You pay people like celebrities. Yeah. You pay celebrities to tweet, and he wanted money to like keep tweeting exactly. these things. Yes. Yeah, because he's like, pay this me is free. Tweet. This is free yes. advertisement, it's free marketing. And they were like, he should be doing it because it's his movie. I'm like, no, you would pay. You pay Kim Kardashian to tweet out toilet paper for God's sake. Yeah. Of course, like, of course, he wanted money. And the thing is, his movies now, you know, aside, aside from Ride Along, like the wedding was the wedding, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, like get hard. Ring. Like some of these movies aren't doing that well right yeah. now for Kevin Hart. Yeah. So if you think about it, Kevin Hart's. Box office, 
I mean, it's not sliding because he's still freaking Kevin yeah, Hart. I feel like they're yeah. still doing okay. But they're not. But they're not. But they're waiting killing. for that one. They're waiting for that one terrible one. Terrible one. Kevin's so too smart. So they can be like, that. all right, we can stop. Uh, yeah, and he's I think that smart. he. Oh, him, speaking of the wedding ringer, though, what's that dude's name? Josh. Josh, Josh yeah. Brett. How yeah. many chances does this dude get? Josh got. He had a TV show that bombed on NBC where he played like the president's son. Oh, that's right. He's Pixels. in Beauty and the Beast. He's in Pixels. He just got another movie I just saw. I mean, again, we're not trying to crap on these people. We think they're no, funny. No, actually, dude, we're just showing the funny. option. Everyone that we've named, including Taylor like, Kitch. How many, how many, like, this is the thing that's crazy. Is, um, and I, <laughs> it's funny because I'm, I'm, I know I'm jumping around, but when I think about, like, female directors, for instance, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You, have these, you have these people like, uh, was it Josh Track? The dude who did uh, the new Fantastic Four. Wasn't it Josh? Uh, I remember his last name. Yeah. Oh yeah, indie, the indie, director, the indie darling, for instance, right? The yeah. indie yeah. darling gets handed a franchise. How many indie female directors get handed a franchise? No, I mean Ava, uh, Ava, Div- I'm terrible with last names, y'all. She Duvernay. directed Selma. Yes, and remember she was talking about doing. They had her in talks to do uh, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, because I guess she's black or whatever. Yes. But she ended up not taking you it. You said that like. I mean, I don't think a black person has to direct a black. Whatever. Yes, they do. A black person has to direct a movie about. It. That's like saying. Yes, no. a black. Yes. Why? Uh, because yeah, in this so day too. and age. <laughs> well, but. And you were also telling me that. Uh, what's his name was going to do um, Cap. Yeah, Cap Captain two. America. But that's not because he's black. That's because he's a great director. F. Gary Gray. Uh, but like. But yeah. Like a black. Yes, a black female. Yes. Yes, a black director should direct Black Panther because. That's dope. Like, why not? Like, why? Yeah. Like, why? Like, granted, anybody can direct Black Panther. We all believe that, right? Yeah. But like, absolutely, let's have a black director direct Black Panther. I would, lo- I would love it for a black person to be at the helm. So, would a female the, have and, to direct like a Wonder Woman or like a? No, but like, but it would be awesome so, if like you know the next time Little to, Women but I think gets adapted, it's, be a, able it's to. a woman that does no, it. That I would be amazing. Be able to, but I'm thinking it's like my thing is should, for instance. Oh, now we're getting off topic. But let's get back. I'm going to go on to something. It's another topic. Go just, ahead. Uh, just for everybody, both The Wedding Ringer and uh, Get Hard made, uh, made were, were profitable movies. <laughs> How okay. so good. They weren't, but were they yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Were they like, they made it money? I mean, I now they, they, made, they, people... they definitely made money. They weren't like smash box office hits. But, but they like, made their money back. They, yeah, they made yeah. their money back and, and, some, and then some. Yeah. Great. So everyone's uh, waiting on the flop is what I'm saying. Cool. All right. Anyway, so but, what? What's, what do you but mean? yeah, no, but to your point, like, it, the, like, yeah, like Ava DuVernay being offered, like being in talks to do Black Panther is like a huge but she thing. But she, she didn't even do it because she wouldn't even get creative control, whereas like they right, gave, exactly. they gave yeah, control. Yeah, yeah. Well, they let know, Colin Trevorrow to be fair, though, rewrite Jurassic World. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, though, <laughs> she was being difficult. Oh my God! What, she was she, being real difficult. Well, so you thought she, she didn't want to just take what they were giving her? No, because uh, she's a, a black woman who's trying to like oh ch- control. Oh, try to, oh, oh, she's trying to like maybe have input in the movie she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if it you, sounds like she's being difficult. This returns to an episode that we were talking about previously, but that uh, that Project Greenlight episode uh, with, with Matt uh, Damon, with Effie, Effie, Effie Brown, Brown, right? Uh, I've been watching the show, and like they're starting to make her out to be like the villain on the show. Are they really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, she's the difficult and, one. Like, and granted, like they are having trouble with her, and she does have strong opinions. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, but it doesn't. But like if you are looking at the show and you're trying to look at a, trying to find a villain on the show, like she's it's her. At least as of as of two episodes ago, it's her. And like and. It's fucked up. She's the only person thing. of color on the show, Here's right? the thing. Yeah. Here's what happens, and here's what people have to understand, because I'm sure there are some people out there who are like, but they are being difficult, right? So here's, a, here's yeah, the thing, they are having trouble here's with the thing that people don't understand. Yeah. It's like, first of all, 
all uh, pretty much every one of your favorite actors has probably been labeled difficult at some point, right? Yeah. So I was looking at the list. There's like a list of like the top ten, top ten like difficult actors to work with. On that list is like Mike Myers. Oh, for sure. You know Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, um, Jack Nicholson, Sal Kilmer, too. Uh, uh, Bruce Willis, right? Yeah. Because the thing is, when you have like when you are a person who has just a high creative intelligence and like you know what's good and you've had a, a success track and like whatever there's something inside you a confidence that you're like i know what's good yeah you are pretty vocal about that and therefore and in hollywood happens all the time people crash creatively but they but there are everybody's allowed to give their opinions but however the thing is to, because there is this already this notion of like black people being difficult yeah. this happened first of all this happens let's get out of that acting world this happens at the child level right like if there is it's okay there's a dog attacking a studio <laughs> set. listen we no. said the dog is trying to kill us look yeah. the, if it, so this happens like at, on the school level right so oh, there's yeah. a little black child who throws a temper tantrum yeah. everybody's like yeah that child is difficult. That child is disrespectful. That child is acting up. That child doesn't know his place. If it happens to a white child, they go, "Oh, he may. I think he has misunderstood. He needs special attention. Yeah. He's misunderstood. He's yeah. not. He's not. Um, I don't. They're not stimulating him enough. Look you know what, what I mean? Like, these... and like people might think, like, I don't think that. Ha-. I'm telling you, listen. I, it happens. I. It happens all of the time. If you saw a group of black children get on the subway and they're acting loud and rowdy, you go, yep, that's what I thought. If that same thing happened to a bunch of white kids, you go, ha kids. Yeah. I'm telling you, it ha- happens to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's been programmed into us as a society. Like, this is what, and this extends, Hollywood is not immune to this, right? Yeah. The thing is, we're, what we're trying to say is those Hollywood should be able to rise above it because if we are in the business of, like, shaping what the world sees through, like, entertainment through Jonathan you know. I no you know what? I can't agree with you right now you what you're, <laughs> what you're asking what you're saying right now is you you think that Hollywood has the power to hire diversity in the writer rooms I do you're, what you're saying is you think Hollywood can hire female directors directors of color what kind of world do you live in Jonathan Braylock a world where people can change something in a day all I'm saying is you know where I live in wait wait you know where I live where you live where you live I live in a different world. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow, he did it. Uh, Woo, he just did it, y'all. Yes. I, he, he did. <laughs> he did. I'm just saying, you know, Sinbad, Sinbad should have been... Sinbad should have been... He could have. Sinbad should have been could've. in all those movies. Because his movies weren't bad. His movies did make money. He could have done it. He just needed... I mean, this is... I, yeah. I, I, I think it's... Uh, wait, last thoughts. Let's just do last thoughts on this film. Uh, funniest or favorite or least favorite moment? Okay, uh, uh, favorite or least favorite moment? Oh, I I love and I have always loved this the moment when um, when uh, how can you resist a big ta- a tasty cheeseburger and then Phil Hartman just eats the <laughs> <laughs> and then later uh, when Sinbad just takes his <laughs> yeah, Big Mac and just it. eats it. That's great. I got weaknesses too. <laughs> oh man yeah i can't the thing that sucks is i enjoy this movie but i can't think of like my favorite moment you know i i can think i can think of a moment that i was like watching it this time i was like man fuck this character i just keep thinking about <laughs> what the, the boyfriend like i remember thinking oh about yeah boyfriend, that boyfriend character when the boyfriend meets and i guess the whole point of him was like you know to be that kind of guy yeah, he's a deuce a deuce but 
But when he first meets Franklin and he's like, it's, it's, it's the way his whole demeanor changed. Because when you saw him at first, he looked like one of those, like he was going to be like a rocker kind of kid. Because like everyone was like very like grungy, like in the the girlfriend's yeah. like crew. And all of a sudden the moment Franklin walks up, hey, yo, man, you know what I'm saying? With the people's, hey, yo, man, your clothes, man, your clothes, like, those sneakers, those, yo, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and, then, and then Franklin even says, would you say the people? The yeah, peeps, he's like the peeps. The, yeah, the, peeps, oh, the man, people. The, the, the people. You know what I mean? My people's man. My people's man. Peeps, man. Peeps, man. And it's just like, <laughs> but the whole time I get it's the point. Simba's just like laughing at him. Yeah, <laughs> I, get, I, like, I, I totally get it's the point. But I was just like, man, this month. You know what it is? Because I feel like growing up, I've, like I feel like now in my adult life, I've met people like that who always talk to me like, "Hey man, what's up, man? What's up, bro?" And it's like, "Hey son." Don't talk to me like that. You know, and I feel like that's what Franklin was going. I get it. It's relatable. I was just like, man, screw this character, man. Too real. Bray? Uh, this movie is terrible. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the only one that had a favorite part. This is that part. <laughs> I just love like the editing, like how they always have like this slow motion, the slow motion shots of him jumping over things like, and then like the ADR of him being like, ha ha, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah. like jumping in the bed. Ha ha. I'm like, what yeah. is going on? <laughs> Um, I think I already said my favorite moment was the slap. That that, that moment was just, oh yeah, <laughs> but I just, that moment's great. <laughs> but I just but give I just you slap, slap. Just like slap whatever. Um, uh, mm. But maybe also, I thought the one speech that actually did work, even though in the beginning it made no sense, was when he was finally talking to his friend. And he was like, "This is why I got to go back." Like yeah, I got to yeah. you know. And I, and at the end of that, I was like, "Oh okay." But he then did. they did like this quick cut. I was like, "Wait, that friend is still cool with this?" Like <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm it's your time. oldest childhood friend, Franklin. Sorry. This feels so wrong, but uh, oh, this really does. But what? it's time for the swirl. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know what? Normally, I would like to explain what the swirl is, but fuck that. I'm not explaining <laughs> the swirl no goddamn right. more. All so right. if y'all got a problem with the swirl, go back and listen to one of the goddamn episodes. I right, fucking explain this. No, 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 no. no. Listen to one of the episodes angry. where I explained yeah. what the swirl no, was. Okay. Drop. So if you come at me talking drop. about the swirl again, okay, we. Go have conversations over coffee, and we're gonna work this out like real people See? because I care. <laughs> yeah, because you know you're talking to black women right now. Listen, because no. I care. Oh, I'm not dumb. I'm not gonna have no black women try to stab me. Slapped. Listen, y'all good. We can talk about it. We can understand. I will help you guys understand. But anyway, does he have sex with a white woman in this movie? He, he doesn't does have not. sex at all because it's he a family. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have sex. There's but, no love interest. But, this is for but, PG. There's not a single person is, that looks at anybody in a no, sexual no, true, manner true. except for the kids. But I will say <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, the oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. All right. So this, so this is this is gonna be a special PG swirl because this is a PG family movie. All right. A PG swirl. All right. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Snapple is ridiculously flavorful, and you can uncap a Snapple real fat with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple and grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by the new Disney Plus original series, American Born Chinese. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American Born Chinese tells the story of an average teenager that becomes entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. This star-studded cast includes Academy Award winners Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hoi Kwan, plus Daniel Wu, Jim Liu, and Ben Wang. American Born Chinese, premiering May 24, exclusively on Disney Plus.
So there is a scroll. Oh, I know. This is a scroll that could have happened in this movie. I know what it could have happened. Oh, oh. Jonathan Brown. Wait, no, you go, you go. Oh, so I think a scroll could have happened. The PG squirrel. PG squirrel, I'm going to go PG-13. PG-13 means they at least French kiss and hold each other real tight for at least three seconds. Thanks for explaining that. That's one of the people know what a PG squirrel is. I think a PG squirrel could have happened at the party where they're singing it's a brick house. I think Sinbad could have been leading away with his bottle. He had that bottle of wine. He could have been leading away. Next thing you know, he been like, oh, my goodness. Like, oh, my goodness. It could have been, been a woman. could have been a, uh, you know what? Sinbad's redhead. It could have been a redhead woman just in the corner and he's like oh my goodness your, your glass is empty i got a little bit left boom boom pours a little bit of drink and she's like thank you that's so good of you sharing would you like to share this last glass and they're like yeah let's share let's converse where are you from oh i don't know where are you from uh i'm faking who i am what really yeah but i'm gonna tell you because <laughs> i trust you i'm faking who i am <laughs> because, because i trust you because i trust you she's like thank you then they slowly embrace kiss and they go back to singing Brick House in a condo line. Boo boo! That's boom, the PG thirteen squirrel. PG thirteen squirrel. But Greylock uh, has one. I do. I think. Well, I think where it actually should have been was after that girl dumps that poser white boyfriend. She gets a cool black boyfriend. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. Ooh, right? He could have been smart. Yeah. And she could have been. Yeah. It could be like you had. An, you have another boy in your. Because he's like you got another boy in your pocket. And she's like, well, there is this dude, Darone. <laughs> Darone? Ah, you said his name was Darone? His name is Darone. Darone? <laughs> we see Darone. Darone, uh, he's, he's, this the, is like he's, a, the, he's the he's the star tennis player. Yes. And, uh, this is what? They're, they're seniors. Ooh, Are he, they seniors? Yeah, he's oh, seniors. Like, and then he's like, swirl. and then like, and then like, you see Darone, and Darone's like, hey, like, I want to be the president of the United States. What? No, that's, no, no. And then oh, we learned that Darone is a young no, I'm not good at this world. Let's, no, let's build on this. Let's build on this. Okay. Braylock has done a great thing here, okay? The asshole boyfriend. The beef. Well, she's like, no, what? I don't like you. You're not educated. We cut to the library. It's a shot of just some black kid just writing in a book. Just writing. Just writing. You don't know what he's writing. He's learning. <laughs> just some black kid writing in a book? Hold on, listen. Hold on, hit me out. He's writing in this book. He's learning. I'm saying, this is, he's, he's learning writing in this he's book. Learning. He's, he's writing learning. in a book. No. Learning. The thing is, the reason I'm saying this is I have to establish what we're seeing. Okay. We're seeing an educated, young, black man. Got okay. It. it has to be established. He's learning. He's writing this book. He, he closes his book. All of a sudden, he's like, hey, are you okay? Yeah, my boyfriend's being rude. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, hey, listen. Don't let nobody treat you like this, nothing. Because I love you and I respect you. And I'm a black man. And that's what we do. And you know what happens? He picks her up and they walk outside because he cares. All right? And next thing you know what's happening then, a brick house comes back on. It's the only <laughs> song they got the rights to clear for the movie. <laughs> I know. This is great. I also feel like, though, we, I also feel like an opportunity uh, for the swirl. Whenever you have. Whenever you have the next lead. Or like a light skin lead. You gotta be their parents. You gotta just sort of. Oh, it is a safe way to He's an orphan. You gotta go back in time. Well, yeah, so like this is what happens. You go back back in time. I hate it. You already hate it? (laughs) 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 Uh, That's okay. This was actually just to to deter you guys. uh, Because I was really wanting to talk about uh, Hancock. So, like, Hancock. So, so, uh, right in Hancock, right? How does Hancock, how does the house guess Hancock is about is about a, a man who is struggling. No, I'm he's not doing this. Struggling. He's wearing ratty clothes. You don't even have the you don't even have it oh, planned out he's yet. He's wearing rat. No, listen. I hear what he's. He's saying. wearing ratty clothes. Yeah. He's on the he's on the other side of the tracks. 
that's not true though. And he just thinks that the world is against him. Are you crying? I mean, the world is and against him. He knows that he he knows what daddy. He knows that he can overcome. Can you stop? He knows that overcome he can overcome what? it. He knows that he can overcome, overcome it. It. What's what is it? It. What is it? All the things that Are, you don't even know. What you don't even know. know. Stop you talking. Don't even know what it is. Stop you don't even stop know what talking. it is. You don't even know. If you're gonna talk about Will Smith, you're gonna talk about. His, his new, new song. song. Oh, his new song. Fiesta. He's on the remix. Did you guys listen great to that track. song? Oh, you know I've, I've listened to it on repeat. Oh, oh listen. I like, guys, like that for song. people at home, oh, yeah. it's not a good song. Oh, okay. But I was it's like, Will Smith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's guys, for, for the audience I will like home, it. Yeah. Uh, as you all know, we love Will Smith on this podcast, and Will Smith has had a new song to come out. Yeah, it's just a verse, though. It's not his song, really. Yeah, and he's on the remix. Yeah. He's on the remix of Fiesta. Oh, yes, he and he's angry. He seems well, angry. Well, the thing he? is, Will no, he's, Smith, always, he's been angry since Lost and Found. Yeah, yeah he was angry in Lost and Found. No, that's he true. Was. He's been angry since. He had a Lost song called Mr. Nice Guy, and he was like, Y'all, <laughs> like, everybody thinks I'm nice, but I'm about to go off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, it's weird. Nice it's weird. Even if you bring that up, I don't want to go into the tangent. I know we're trying to wrap it up, but like, I remember at one point, Will Smith was, was trying to defend himself because people were saying, people kept saying, Oh, Will Smith is like corny. Yeah, like, and it's like because he didn't write, like he didn't. Let's well, that's this about... whole thing of like black people being corny because they're not cursing and talking about gangs and drugs. Like, yeah, no, let's man. talk about first and, ever and rap dropping Grammy. the f bomb every five seconds. He won the first. He didn't go. Yeah, and let's talk about the, the only reason, reason your ass went, went to Miami. Miami. Okay, that's a that's a Will Smith <laughs> lyric. Nice guy. He's a nice guy. How you <laughs> How doing? You doing? <laughs> Good to see uh, you. You know we're Will Smith fans when we listened to the Lost and Found <laughs> album. Right? And are just qu- quoting Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, which none of you have ever heard. Nope. Never will. <laughs> nope. Uh, I do want to say real quick before we get into the cause is that it was nice, though, that Sinbad, the only woman he was interested in the entire movie was a dark-skinned woman. Yes. Oh. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, I do. And like yes. she, when did that she, pushed, she pushed him in the stomach. Yeah, because he, At was, the beginning of the movie, he said he was some, like, some dumb thing. Oh. He was like, oh, this is the next time. I'm, like, basically what he did he just, is he he assumed that all she cared about was like him being successful and him being money. She's like, and she says to him, money isn't everything, Franklin. Yeah. Money isn't everything. Yeah. And then she punches him in the stomach and walks off. <laughs> And then there was a, the woman at the party, too. Yeah. Who he hit on. He yeah. did. And then he's filled milkshake all over. Yeah. Okay. It's time for the cause. Uh, for those of you who don't know the cause, we, we, we rate the film not based on how good it was as a movie uh, or our particular taste, but what it did to help the cause. The cause being uh, more leading black actors in films. Because there ain't enough. Period. Don't come at me with your dumb 1972 movie and tell me that there are enough leading black actors. I love how when people be like, I think there are a lot of leading black actors. What about this film that came out in 1987? <laughs> like, yeah, that is too long Stop ago. It. And he, they've done one movie. Anyway. To be, to be clear, so that you know, that's too long ago. You yes. <laughs> like when we were talking about Wesley Snipes being an action hero, like no offense to this dude, but he was like, he was like, you guys forgot about Carl Weathers. He was in one movie. He, you can't, be an action hero Weathers. in one, mil- in in one, one movie. Anyway, we research all right, films, all right. guys. All right. So, uh, did you tell them? Uh, so, we either give a, the film a black fist, uh, if it supports the cause, a white palm, if it does it so-so, or nothing. All right. Y'all ready for this? I'm not, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm not at all. Ready. I don't know. I'm, try- I'm really trying to get the, move- the terribleness yeah, of the I movie am, out of my head and just I feel like that's cause. what I have in my mind. Is the See, I don't think it was <laughs> terrible, though. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? On the count of three. 
All right. We got, are we going from three to one or one to three? One. I do not know. On the count of three. All right, here we go. I don't know what I'm going to rate. I'm ready. Ready. One, two, two, three. Three. Oh no! <laughs> I'm glad I did oh, this. Oh no! I'm glad I did this because I was hoping it was gonna be. Oh, I was hoping wait, this okay, was gonna so, be the total rating. So the film got a fist and a palm, and James <laughs> the Third gave, gave it a fist. You gave it a need fist. to start. Yeah, I'll start. I mean, just because, like, <laughs> granted, Sinbad's career failed. No, <laughs> you gotta say it failed, man. Still a great stand-up. But I gave it, I gave it, a, I gave it a fist because I was like, you know what? Of all the movies, the way that I've rated movies in the past, this sort of falls into that category. I didn't like it, but like, you know, it's not about him being black. It's just about this man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's yeah. just sort of playing a guy. Yeah. You know, uh, and the only. The only real time that they bring up race is when they're describing the other guy. And so just like if you're watching this movie and you are and it and it appeals to white kids, like Gerard was saying, like, I feel like you are warming up to black people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. And I didn't know what I was going to give it. I was between a palm and a fist. But like I felt like a, a palm just to give it a palm. It seemed like. I don't know. I don't know what I would say negatively right. about it. Uh, like, you know what I mean. I don't yeah. know what I would say. What didn't help? Well, I, I'll tell you what. Thank you. I'll tell what you what it? you should have said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as 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 uh, as always, I gave it the correct rating. Oh, um, here we go. Nah, <laughs> nah. We as a as a threesome. No, no, no. John correct gave it a palm. Uh, no. Y'all. So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> the reason I gave it a palm uh, and not nothing it was because of the things that James there was saying. Um, I feel like I liked how the movie dealt with race. As a whole, I didn't think it focused on it. I think it had some nice. I like when movies have black, uh, like African American, like influences, culture references in the film without making the that be the only thing the film is about. Yeah, it's like great. We get to have. We don't. We don't have to pretend to be like. We don't have to completely whitewash, right? But we also. It also doesn't just have to be us about like us being black. However. However, because the film, I do think the how like cheesy and like just honestly not great this film was. I do think it has to. It I think it negatively affected Sinbad's career. Yeah, and I think it negatively affected you know the idea that black black actors can be the leads right. in movies because like people are like because and, and the, it kind of goes back to the eddie murphy effect yeah that's a good where it's point like, yeah that's if it's not this superstar boom boom you know out of this world making malt, like hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars internationally and you know domestically then people are like ah, oh, like they're not they're not good enough right and yeah. like it has less to do with yeah. Sinbad, but and more to do with it as a whole, but I'm sure people go back and they look at House Guest and they're like, "Yeah, why should Simba have a career? Look at this movie." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Instead of like looking at the potential factor and being like, "Look how amazing!" Like, yeah, look. I mean, at this I think movie, that's a great know? point. I mean, I think that's great. So point. I don't resent my fist. But that's why. Uh, that's why I gave it a palm. Draw. I gave it nothing, y'all. And I think it's, I actually you feel bad about it now. I do. I actually like House Guest, but the thing is. Bro, like you kind of touched on it. It's just like I don't, I don't know if it helped anybody after Sinbad. Cause I feel like with, I feel like it hurt Sinbad a lot. I feel like I feel like this movie, First Kid, it hurt Sinbad. It hurt him not only in the box office, but I feel like yes, it might have made him more 
like approachable and likable to I guess white America. Right. I think it didn't do it enough because if it did it enough, then like you know he kind of would have took off. But I also feel like, and it's stupid. I still don't know how to explain it. And I know it's something like the black community we deal with on our own. I feel like somehow he lost them. Like, and yeah. I, and I think I I don't know how. I don't know was it because like there were any black kids. Like I don't I don't know what happened, but I know he lost them. So it's kind of like the thing of. I can't. I can't even think of like. Uh, besides, when Eddie Murphy's career, I guess he took another turn to do family films. There was never like after um, Sinbad. There wasn't another like black comedian who was making like family films like that for real. It was like you had at this point was it ninety five? Yeah, two years later you had Chris Tucker popping out doing like you know Money Talks, which is like heavy R films, which are great. Yeah. And well, just, remember yeah. this is like the height of gangster rap. Yeah. This yeah. is the height yeah. of like popular. Black culture in America was synonymous with gangs, was synonymous with like being hardcore, and the, even the comedians who were like the most popular. Because remember, Bill Cosby was a clean comic and was super popular bef- even before Eddie Murphy, before Richard Pryor. You know what I yeah. mean? But you also had like Red Fox, and like you had like comedians who like they spanned that that range. But when it came to like the '90s and like black culture, like. The, this boom of black culture and like BET being created and all this stuff and like gangster rap like infiltrating white suburbs and people being like oh my god black people are like they love they started appropriating yeah. black culture and, but it was only in this one area of like gangster hard real like we real niggas like yeah. why because we have guns and that's why and like Will Smith was the outlier yeah. of that but even him, he was being made fun of while this stuff was happening because yeah. he was. Hey, yo, the, I'm glad I gave this movie you know. a fist. <laughs> okay, I mean, after hearing who that, that other black right? Because like, because uh, it's it like that just makes me think about what you were saying earlier, Draw, about how like this movie just shows a different side, right? You know, Which like true, granted, true. granted, like people look at it and they go, "Fuck this!" Like this is bullshit. But like that, you know, that like like. Why? Why couldn't it have been Sinbad playing this part rather than John Candy? No, like, no I, if John Candy were still, you know. I mean, it's, I, don't I, just, know. I just think, I just think, like Braylock said, I think, I think, man, it's just, it was just a different time then. Yeah. Like, I think it's like for, for me, for instance, I love Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart wouldn't have made it to me back then because Kevin Hart is known as like almost like yeah, the dude, yeah. like the dude you kind of make fun of. Like he's making fun of himself, but you're laughing at him because he's small. Like he like waves his hand. He wants to be tough. Like he wants to be like this crazy sex symbol. So it's like. He makes fun of himself, but like back in those days, you had to be hard. You know what I'm saying? You had to be. And yeah. Will Smith, for instance, I know we talk about him. It's like Will Smith may have been like family friendly, but Will Smith was doing like bad boys. You know what I'm saying? Will Smith. Will Smith made sure to make movies that he showed him a as a man. You know what I'm saying? Like he just, became like a man, yeah. man. Like not just some dude you could call corny after. You a know, while, we didn't you talk know? about the other black actor in that movie. In this movie, oh, his friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 Would you? Uh, does anybody know who he is? Uh, uh, uh. I I, like name, because I was I thinking know, about, I, mean, I was watching him. I was like, he's he's doing a pretty good job in this film. Why don't we know who this guy is? Yeah. But anyway, um, his, his name, <laughs> because his those name, other two dudes I did know, right? Uh, the I, two goons I've uh, seen yeah, them. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen definitely this. seen both of them before. They've yeah. been in a lot of stuff. And but I'm also, sure, we've seen that we've seen his friend before too. I have his friends and his friend. Wait, Stan, I'm sure we have, but I don't remember. Stan Shaw. And what else is he? I'm looking up right now. Stan Shaw. So many things. Anyway, either that or in my mind, I just remember the different times I saw House Guest. 
<laughs> so then, oh, so palm, palm and a half. Palm and a half. Got. <laughs> Can I just tell you some of the movies he's been in? Yeah, uh, real quick. He's been in. Uh, he appeared in Rocky as one of the boxers. He was in Harlem Nights, oh, really? Snake yeah. Eyes, and Roots: The Next Generation, who starred a young Holly Berry. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Okay, it's time for some plugs. Plug it, plug. Uh, plug it in, plug it in. You stole that. Did I? Yeah, that's the that's, the, that's, that's the that's the 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 freshener. Plug it know. in, I've plug never it heard in. That. It's like when you get an honestly, air freshener. I've honestly, I've honestly never I, heard. That. Can I get to a plug? Oh, sure. Oh, go sorry. ahead. Sorry, guess you listen up. If you are in the New York City area, you best come out. Oh man, that's November eighteenth, ten forty-five p.m. Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Black Man Can't Jump is in a three-on-three tournament. Three-on-three. And we're trying to win. Okay, we're trying to have the black men jump to the finals. Then we're going to go to the finals. Then we're going to win. Then we're going to get a trophy. We're going to be like, oh, we made it. And also, to be clear, 1045 is when we have to be there. But they can come at 1115. The show's at 1115. You know what? Come early. Hang out with us. Nah, Talk you to should us. come early. Come early. Let us know you're there on time. Make sure you ain't there on time. You can't vote. And we need y'all to vote. Okay. You yeah. know what? Honestly, that is true. So don't so listen to on James. Time or early. Come and uh, yeah, it's gonna be real fun. We're doing we're doing our thing. We're doing funny stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're doing some improv. It's gonna be great. Uh, otherwise, personal plugs: johnbraylock.com. Check out some videos. Check out my show dates. Do uh, doing stand up every Friday. Making moves. Mm, making some moves. Doing some yeah. things. You know, check out the old episode of the Jim Gaffigan Show if you want. Yeah, politicking. Um, but yeah, that's my plugs. Oh, at John Braylock on Twitter. And also, you can follow at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Rate and review us on iTunes or whatever mobile listening podcast device you have. Right. We want to yeah. hear from you. Uh, JamesThirdComedy.com. At JamesThirdComedy on Twitter and Instagram. Third. It's 3RD. Yeah. Uh, all why, right, why are you uh, laughing? You know, I just love when James does his plugs. It makes me really happy. <laughs> it does. I'm not. I'm, I'm making no jokes. I know. It makes me happy. Why? Why? What makes I, you no, happy? No, I'm just saying. I just love when you what describe. Makes you happy like, about it. Nothing. I'm just happy. Why? What makes so me happy what? is like I'm not. I'm, I I can't wait to know how you're gonna spell third, and then when you do, it, it's like oh. <laughs> That's how. Okay. It's, like a, it's like you get surprised every time. All right. What do. I don't know what he's going to do. Sure, you got it. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't really have no plugs. Um, but again, you know, if you see somebody, hug them, have a conversation with wow. a stranger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be a decent human being. Now, now it's just hug anybody. Just yeah, hug Megan, any person. I want everyone to just, I just want people to be people. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I actually have another plug. Uh, I'm going to be a guest on the. Uh, Griffin and David pre- uh, present Revenge of the Podcast. Oh. Uh, it's a UCB comedy podcast, but it's really, really funny. You should, if you are a Star Wars fan and you hate the prequels, which should be everybody, uh, go and listen to that podcast. They break it down real quick. I was on the episode that probably came out that this Monday, so listen to that. It's some funny stuff. Oh, I got. I guess I got to. I guess I got to do shout out because we shout out a podcast. Whatever. I, I'm gonna be a guest on uh, the Waiting Game. Um, yeah. Uh, once I find out the exact date when it comes out, I believe it's next week. I'll let y'all know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, real quick, real quick. I just want to say I'm not on anybody's podcast. That's not true. I mean, we, you on this one. We were on. We were also on the 
Um, oh, goodness. By the time this comes out, though, it's, yeah, it's old. old now. It's old, but it's Oh, fun. see, I was on a podcast Snap impression. Yeah, oh. we were. Oh, that's Snap impression. That's what's up. And I deliberately, I was like, you know what? And James won. I don't want Jerron. on it. James beat me. I did, but... It, but it was rigged. I mean, it was a rigged thing. Like, yeah. they told me beforehand, they were like, you're going to win. Next week, we are listening to... Oh, you mean I mean reviewing? watching? You were watching? What's Listen wrong with? You? Hey, y'all see what's happening? We're breaking down. We're losing it. Say so now we watching. It's our live show. It's a live show, right? Hey, I just want to make sure. Listen, guys, I can't say anything without making sure Nick is not, and that I'm saying the right thing. We're watching. You, the Hancock. number of times you bring up Nick and an average wrinkle. Well, we got Hancock. a producer. Might as well but I mean, you just—he's not on mic. Like nobody knows. Me. Just like, <laughs> Once and for like, all, I promise you, he like, exists. So. I promise you, he exists. Yeah, we're doing. We're, we're doing uh, Hancock once and for all in front of a live. Studio audience with special well, guests once, but maybe not for all. Oh god! With special guests, I'm sorry, I interrupted that. Oh my god, that scared me so much. Special guest, <laughs> special guest, Rami Youssef, oh, Nick at Night, See Dad one. Run, amazing very, stand up, very yeah. funny, very, very funny, funny stand up. One of Braylock's boys from back in the heyday, back in the day, in the day. day. back in the day. Uh, so listen to that next week, Hancock. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.